0: You are grounded for Till call. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to another episode of Cult of Professionalism. This is episode two in our sci-fi month. Last time, we looked at Mars Attack. This time... Well, you'll see. Uh, Matt, how you doing? Yeah, do you real wanna... answer. Real an... this I is was going to be... say, do you want a
1: real answer or do you want a stupid answer? Real
0: answer. This episode is going to be 100% real and genuine. Just, you know, uh, everything's coming up Maddie.
1: That's just how it's been going. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm glad.
1: Yeah.
0: See any good movies recently, Maddie?
1: Yep. This week, I only got to see one movie, unfortunately. Um, but I saw Cuckoo's Nest again, which is a good movie.
0: Yeah,
1: and I first saw it in high school. Really choked me up. I still maintain that that's one of the best movie endings ever. I haven't seen it. Didn't they make you watch it in high school? You didn't read no, the book?
0: No, it was just in my English class. I read like 1984 Cent- and Animal Farm, and I watched Brazil. And I didn't the- get to watch Brazil. It's mm. bullshit. And I watched the Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet type thing? <laughs> a Romeo plus Juliet. Is is there a sex scene in that one? I haven't seen it. Whichever Romeo and Juliet we watched, it had... I mean, there were titties on the screen. And I thought this was kind of weird because we're in high school. But then <laughs> I was like, well, I guess we're 18 now. So, like, whatever.
1: Look, okay, it's not sus because... we. D- you have to accept the facts that of human sexuality when you're yeah. in high school okay yeah and in health class I mean they show you some stuff in the textbook that you cannot see
0: yeah that was a weird vibe in like grade 7 and 6 or 7 and 8 when teacher comes in they're like "All right, we're talking about sex today we're talking about drugs
1: yeah like they get like semi serious <laughs> and like okay haha okay <laughs> but let's let's do this though Alright, so it goes in the gallbladder And then
0: It was good times And I remember them talking about Like how weed is gonna kill you And They they would show videos that like This kid
1: had a heart condition he didn't know about And he had one Red Bull And guess what, he expired The same day And I'm like, oh my god
0: Is that bad? Never gonna drink a Red Bull again I was like, holy shit, I don't need that crap. I don't want to die (laughs) <laughs> oh goddamn! but yeah i had not seen that movie i need to see cuckoo's nest yeah it's pretty good it's got
1: nicholson he's just playing classic crazy rebel guy mm-hmm. just oh
0: God. i forgot to mention it's this different bad last episode so i'll mention it now but um when i was watching mars attack i noticed that jack nicholson when he was playing the um the sleazy guy yeah the the hotel yeah finance here. um he was just straight up doing beetlejuice uh, like michael keaton's <laughs> beetlejuice performance he was doing the exact same thing where he's like i'm the host with the most babe yeah you're right actually there's one scene in particular when he's having like that boardroom meeting well it is tim Byrne. maybe tim just taught told him to do that yeah
1: He's like, hey... I mean, that's how much effort he put in the movie. He's like, hey, I don't know. Pick one of my movies. Act like one of those guys. Pick Beetlejuice because it's cool. Okay. Timmy disappointed me. Mars Attack is a miss. A swing and a miss.
0: Yeah. It has so much potential.
1: It's whatever. What the? What's past is past. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't even matter.
0: I saw The North Man yesterday. The North Man? Is that the new Marvel hero? he's a new marvel hero i saw this movie at 10 p.m what's his powers um he he can do a mean one of these stances where he looks like a bear on his hind legs okay classic he's pretty strong nice Mm, he can talk in poems really well he's really good at saying his feelings stating what he is as a character factually and His ambitions as a character—he kind of just tells you what's happening at all times. He's really good at that, Um, so maybe that would be his superpower. I got there at ten p.m. Got in the theater. No one there. No. Did this open this week? I don't know. I just the reason I saw the movie is because I saw like a suggested post on Reddit on my homepage, and someone was talk. The the caption was something like. Um, the Northman bombs and shows why um, studios shouldn't do these huge um, budget art pieces, something like that. Art pieces. Yeah. Oh, this is
1: OTER Cinema. Yeah. Is
0: what you're telling me. Okay, nice. So then I was like, "Hmm, what's this? A movie bombing? That's what this whole show is about." Let's see. <laughs> Let's see it. I so I look it up. And then I look at the cast, fucking Björk's in it. I'm like, okay, now this is Kino. The, the Björk? Yep. And then I read the synopsis, and then the movie is just Hamlet. So.
1: That's a pretty good play. So yeah. It must have been a good movie, right?
0: Well, I get there at 10 and um it's a it's a dream of mine to watch a movie with no one in the theater it's never happened you can take your pants off and dude you can do whatever you want yeah no one's coming in there i can throw popcorn i can go oh he's new top volume it's more fun to throw popcorn when there's people in the theater throw popcorn at them back (laughs) of their head (laughs) you see that
1: (laughs) they give you the look you do it again they do it a couple more times (laughs) they don't want to start anything
0: no what are they gonna do Get antagonistic at a theater.
1: And I'll say, hey man, it's just
0: popcorn. <laughs> it's not that deep. But um movie as the ads are coming in. Someone walks in. Some cheese dick. They always come in late. Yep. Yeah. Always. Well that was that was bad sign number one. So I don't want to spoil anything because the movie's still out. Just spoil it if it sucks. No but it's it's hamlet so and this is in the synopsis so the there's a king he has a son the move he's the main character of the movie he watches his dad get killed by his brother um to take the throne he also takes his mom so then little boy whose name i couldn't tell if they're saying hamlet or hamlet so i'll just say his name's hamlet Little boy grows up. He's like, "I will avenge you, father, and I will save mother, and I will kill your or something <laughs> like that." Um, he he becomes a uh, hunk of a man, and then he goes out to set. No, he goes out to kill his uncle. Um, and this, okay, let me just say this movie sucks. I don't act. I don't what? get. I. Near the end of the movie, I busted on my phone, which is like the first time I've done this ever, and I only did it because I was in the very back row and he was a few rows ahead. You can't see it yet. Busted up, and I look up Northman runtime because I'm thinking, let's get on with this, or <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I'm about to head her. So look it up. Two hours and twenty minutes. I look at the time. It's like twelve. You know, add in the 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 ads. It's probably gonna be like 12:30 by the time it's done. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just I'll power through it. And it was really grueling to sit through the the movie. Like, you know how people criticize The Dark Knight for the character the characters just saying uh what sort of characters they are and what the plot is. Uh okay, yeah, I guess. This movie is super heightened version of that. Um I think this will probably attract like an audience that is into theater and they they get some enjoyment out of seeing like a super gritty world with uh, theater speak. It did not work for me. It got so dull, so, so dull, having characters go, oh, "I don't know if I want to be the hero, but I'm destined to be the hero. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. And a character goes, "You are the hero. You're gonna do. You're gonna save the day." Oh, I guess. I guess so. Is this an action film? So I mean, it's it's a dark and gritty film. It's the darkest and gritty grittiest film I've seen ever. It's a dark. <laughs> Is it um bone chilling? <laughs> it's bone chilling <Bone-chilling> drama. <laughs> yeah, like you see them pillage a uh, pillage a village um and (laughs) it's a sweet bar man it's pretty gruesome like you see them slicing their necks and taking the women and you know so this is a gritty
1: r-rated type of masterpiece
0: you know what i actually don't even think it's r-rate well well yeah it's probably r-rated yeah yeah yeah. you see like necks
1: is there kind of like a game of thrones kind of dark and gritty but it's got all the sensational stuff you like
0: yeah basically nice. um but the movie is incredibly incredibly dull there's so much screaming and anger in the movie that it, it it's numbing it's so numbing um i don't think you would like it if you saw it but you know feel free to check it out and let me know but the character they refer to him like Hamlet, they refer to him as a wolf in sheep's clothing a lot, and that was kinda of funny because that's what this movie is to me. It's just a very dull movie with a nice sheen to it. It looks nice. Um, but that's about all I can say for it. Is yeah. it looks nice. Is anybody cool in it? Yeah, but they're they're gone um twenty minutes in. I there's um is that Anya Taylor or Anna Taylor? Oh yeah. She's, she's in it. She's a love interest. Okay. Um, she falls in love with Hamil- Hamlet in, like, 20 minutes, and it's one of those, you know? Yeah. Um, Bjork's in it. What is, uh... Is Bjork based in it? No, she's in it for, fo- like, five minutes. Spo- uh, spoilers for the Bjork fans. Does she do anything, um, like, cool? Yeah. She's, like, a, a seeress. So, she's, like, a witch. She can see the oh, future. I see. Yada yada. Um... Something Hawk is his name. I think it's Hawk. Um Willem Dafoe's in it for a, a few minutes. Willem, the Willem Defoe. Ethan Hawk, yeah. Ethan Hawk he's, is in it. He's the king that gets killed. Let's see this RT
1: score. 90% a bloody revenge <laughs> epic and break- breathtaking visual marvel. The Northman finds filmmaker Robert Eggers expanding his scope. That was him? Ooh. Without sacrificing any of his signature style.
0: Damn.
1: Let's see what the audience says, though, right? Because that's at the end of the day, that's what we all are. Uh, uh, Continue with that. So, yeah. You might be frustrated if you're expecting something straightforward. But viewers looking for an artsy and bloody
0: Viking revenge story won't be disappointed by the Northmen. Um, it, this movie is incredibly straightforward. That's the point. There's nothing interesting about it. But how are the visuals? Is it majestic?
1: You know, and its depiction of angry white guys. There's like
0: three cool scenes. I don't know what these people are talking about. There's a there's some nice visuals where. They show this CGI tree of life that's in his father's heart. That was kind of interesting, and then this cool vi- visual of him on horseback, flying to like Valhalla, I guess, with a Valkyrie. That was cool. Okay, so a couple of cool, th- good effects. Good effects. Come yes, on. let's I have, dig deep here. I have to say, this movie, I've, I, I've never noticed this in a, um in a recent movie, but it has s- some of the worst dubbing I've seen yet. like, Maybe not dubbing, like, the way they're talking, but the mastering on it is just terrible. Like, a character will be facing each other, like, talking, and then a character will, like, turn around and they keep it at, like, the same volume. Oh. Yeah. It's so bad. Or maybe that's the point.
1: Yeah, um, listen. Okay. Um, it's trying to replicate in theater when you produce uh, projector, projector voice. voice yeah
0: yeah for sure um
1: like i didn't expect you to understand but this is robert eggers we're talking about here
0: i don't get it maybe maybe i've been club filtered i i really don't think so it's you know what i'll wait until uh hits video and i'll give you my
1: verdict his video until it hits video oh
0: yeah
1: yeah it hits a blockbuster <laughs> just mosey on down to my blockbuster maybe I'll pick up a bag of popped corn too and a soda pop
0: (laughs) well let's flip the script here we just talked about a bad movie now let's talk about a banger yeah man lead it off alright so we watched Caravan of Courage last year and it was a great movie I have not stopped thinking about it we gave it 5 out of 5 bags
1: it's actually the only perfect score actually that's not even true it was
0: it's a cop classic perfect score across the board we saw mace and his sister sindal and their adventure remember that time where no i don't remember any of the times honestly where there's like that pond and they dip their hand into it and then it steal. like they fall into the pond and they get sucked into the void i literally and don't then, remember that no no and then there's that spider they fight i remember the spider you remember the giant at the climax of the movie uh, vaguely familiar yeah yeah well okay vaguely familiar come on now this movie it's it takes a 180 from the narrative that they were building on the first movie and after the first movie i really thought like okay so they've they've uh, saved the day now what you know, there was still that question of now what's going to happen with Cindel and Mace. This que- this movie answers it, and in some ways, unfortunately, because we have to talk about this. Mace dies. Skip for spoilers, I'm sorry, but Mace dies.
1: Shout out to him and his family, who is also dead. His parents are also dead.
0: They just get killed, man. This movie is the darkest and grittiest Star Wars I've ever seen more dark and more gritty than rogue one and revenge of the sith combined and all those scenes where anakin stabs people in the heart from clone wars this movie when that happened when i saw mace die and you saw his mother's (laughs) lifeless corpse on the ground and then you saw Jeremit die, Sindel's father. Is that is that was his name, Jeremit? Yes. Oh. Chills. Chills. Goosebumps. It made my hair stand up. It gave my arm that sensation where there's little bumps all over my skin. You know that one? Yeah, I think so. And you feel kind of chilly.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Wow. This movie, oh, it really played with my emotions. I won't lie um what do you think about it let me ask you something lucas
1: as an adult man
0: yeah what does this movie
1: have to offer me i watched this movie for you okay i watched this movie and i what did i come away did i come away better man i don't think so just tell me what this has to offer me
0: okay so it starts off with this and then you're thinking well well it's only going to go down from there i mean how can Sindel recover from this this is heavy And I should also say, there's this huge, lust, like, beautiful action piece that starts off the movie with this group of aliens, and the leader is looking for the power. Not quite the force, not quite um, jet fuel. It's the power. What it does, it's kind of like have you ever seen Pulp Fiction? No. Well, in Pulp Fiction, there's this briefcase, and they open it, and it shines. And it's actually Elvis' suit inside. But what it was supposed to signify was, like, it could be whatever you want, right? And that's what the power is in this movie. It's kind of like that all-powerful thing that we're all drawn to, you know? It's like The Ring, Lord of the Rings. There's so many parallels that I can make with this movie to other films in its league. To other classic films, yeah. Uh, Yes, like Lord of the Rings. It kind of reminded me of um, Evil Dead 2. I was thinking, is this going to be a sequel, like spider-man 3 or is it gonna be like a terminator 2 that's
1: exactly what i was thinking too yeah yeah that's exactly what i was thinking
0: this is a terminator 2 it's an evil dead 2 it's an empire strikes back it has all of that and more you know yes yeah so, Sindel and fan-favorite Wicket, you love him from Return of the Jedis, and you love him from the toys. And guess what?
1: Now he can talk for no reason. Well, he's been chummy well, with, with Sindel. Know, he, the Ewoks were just like animals like that were kind of smart, and, and now he just straight-up talks, so that's kind of funny. And there he goes, Sindel,
0: we make pie. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, great effects. Um... Almost. Almost. Almost great effects. Uh, Sindel and Wicca get captured by the bad guys. They make an escape. They make a mad dash. It's kind of like The Great Escape. You you know that movie? No. Okay. Well, (laughs) you gotta watch more movies. Um, That's why I joined the show. They make an escape, and you're thinking, well, now what? Some little girl. America's sweetheart, I should say. Sindel. Great actress. She's so sad in this movie, and it's so hard to see such... A little girl so sad You know It's heartbreaking It's heart-wrenching even It's gritty It's dark It's the most sad Star Wars has ever been And that's what Star Wars is always about Sadness And suffering (laughs) And suffering Have you ever seen A New Hope? Remember when Ben died And Luke sitting there At the chess, And Leia Who's just had Her whole planet blown up Is like What's wrong? He's like I just I just miss Ben That really hit Hit my heart where I—that's me, where I live. You know. Yeah, I, I get you, bro. I got you, bro. They make a mad dash. You're thinking, how are they gonna get out of this? They meet Teak. Great addition to the cast. Yes, he is like the Flash. He's like—he's like that one mega super dash that they do in the Phantom Menace, but he can do that all the time and not just in one weird scene
1: yes yeah well, holy shit what if he's doing the same yo he has the force he just goes like super speed and he, goes, and he just runs like really fast so but, he, yeah he's you know he's just got a power he's just like a <laughs> you guys know booba if you don't know booba go go on netflix and just search booba b-o-o-b-a like, is that what i think it is you'll you'll be just fine uh but that uh, Teak looks just like Booba to me. That's the creature, except Star Wars. So he's like kind of ugly, yeah, and like plasticine.
0: Yes, yeah. They meet him, and he brings them to they. He brings them to Wolford Brimley's house.
1: Diabetes. <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. Diabetes. Diabetes.
0: And uh, let's get that. Let's get out of the way that scene where in the thing where it's just a shot of him hunched over at a table, and they have a noose just in frame. Do you remember that? Yes. And he's like, "Can I come back in now? I'm much better. I'm all right." Is this a noose and frame? He was lying. Yeah, that's not better. That was kind of mean of him. That was kind of sus. Perhaps. Oh my god. Hmm. F- first edition of sus. First appearance. There's an impostor among them. He brings them to his house. <sighs> and we're already getting jokes Sindel goes you know look at all this shit he has lying on the floor and, was, and was, <laughs> Sindel funny. still has a little spark you know she pulls out like a old time scale like one that they would use in a court of law you know yeah I don't know what that was doing there but she's like yeah oh, I need to clean up this place this is a shithole Mr. Brinley comes back home and he's like Teak you bug eater Kind of reminded me of you know Star Trek When McCoy would say "You Green blooded Vulcan Yeah. Calls them bug eaters and beggars This is where we see great Character development in this movie Because uh, Noah, sorry the character's name is Noah. Noah with no H So that's how they made it Star
1: Wars (laughs) Is they took away the H so it's N-O-A. Looks kind of weird right (laughs) Kind of alien
0: even Yeah <laughs> like Jeremit, like Jeremitt. yeah. We see great character development uh, from him because at the beginning he's sort of this grumpy old man. but we see that he actually has a soft molten core of ganache in the center of him because at the end of the movie he he's like Sindel's surrogate father. Um, you yeah see, you see great development from him. We spent a bulk of the movie here in Mr. Brimley's house. Um, where we see them make pies, uh, where muffins, muffins, uh, porridge, see them eat porridge. This is kind of the round table. This is where ideas are shared. This is where characters are made. This portion of the movie, it's kind of like El Topo when there's three sections. This middle section is kind of fleshing out our heroes, yes. kind of exploring um, their... Mythos. I, you know I was also thinking about El Topo while watching this movie. Yeah. Yes?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, do you want to say anything or do you want me to just keep no, going? No, keep going, man. Just keep, keep going. going? <laughs> yeah,
1: keep going. You, you know, you, you're summing up my thoughts so perfectly. <laughs> I'm just going to let you keep going.
0: The pie scene was my favorite, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> where they had the, had, so iconic, the pie scene. Where they had to make a pie. Because that show. They're they get the job done and that's sort of Wicked's character throughout the movie too which I like he's he's Sindel's rock yes because whenever Sindel has a problem like how are we going to find the Ewoks like they're lost Wicked just goes we'll find them he just has an answer for everything so when they're hungry you know they're in this jungle how are they going to eat they make do they make pies it's a good way of showing the audience that they're you know strong headed yes yes they're determined
1: they're determined they're just that ragtag team they're the underdogs you know yeah yeah
0: so the pie scene i really i liked i think around the pie scene now let's keep this between us but yeah i think my girlfriend was pleb filtered by this movie because she said like this is so fucking boring i'm gonna fall asleep now and she just turned around stopped watching the movie (laughs) what
1: Now you're joking.
0: No. After the May scene, she. uh, Maybe. Well, maybe she's kind of sad about that. She needed to sleep it off. Um, But. That
1: was a gut punch right at the start of the film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's like um, the sort of punch you give King Hippo to make him drop his shorts. Yeah. And then you can just keep punching, punching, punching. And what did he
1: did? His old war wound. Punch, 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 punch.
0: Kill off Jeremit?
1: Did you notice that (laughs) that Jeremit was the. Teacher in Breakfast Club. He's, you, a, he's a dickhead teacher.
0: He was also the dickhead cop in Die Hard. And he was the dick. He was 80s dickhead.
1: <laughs> but in this, he plays a loving but ill fated father. Yeah. Who succumbs to man's sight. his name? Who?
0: Taco? Who's the main villain's name? Tarak? Yeah. Tarak.
1: Tarak. Yeah, he, he succumbs to his force. And really just man's just recursive uh, circle of violence, you know?
0: Yeah. Some, Maybe a Vietnam allegory there.
1: I, I want to say, I they're mean. In the jungle? They're, <laughs> they're in kind of the jungle. There's guns. There's a There is a um, pastoral underdog that, despite the odds, beats the grand evil power. Mm-hmm. This is as clear-cut as it gets, guys. This is fresh off, you know.
0: Yeah, I also have to say, uh, Tarak has a secondary antagonist. What you want in a movie? You have that a-, a villain, b villain, and usually an a hero, b hero. That's our Tarak and whatever her name is, and Sindel and Wicket. I I don't know that lady's name.
1: I'm gonna be, Morgan Le Fay. That's that's who that's who she is.
0: Morgan Lefay. Morgan
1: Le Fay, Yeah,
0: Lefay has this great science fictional power where she can transform into a crow, which I thought was really interesting. It was neat seeing Star Wars, a sci fi movie, delve into that sort of. Um, I guess she used the force for that, because maybe the power. But she didn't get the power until later. Well, maybe she has it. Tarak wanted some of his own. Like they, c- they couldn't even. It's fun. it's fun. That's what is nice about this movie. We can analyze it, make our own theories, like Twin Peaks. This, this show is kind of like Twin Peaks. I mean, yeah. it has the giant, so. Yeah, it has giant from Twin Peaks. We don't get to see him. No.
1: So I just get to see. So I don't even get that joy. I had to find out after when Lucas told me.
0: Yeah. So that's cool.
1: Um, the movie is really long mm-hmm that's all epics aren't are it, aren't made for tv movies supposed to be like they're supposed to be either like 60 minutes it's an hour and a half so it's not that long. no it's an hour 36 so that means that's a two-hour block it fills on television yeah commercials how much money do you think they they got to make this
0: how much mm, it's a big it's a big budget picture for sure I mean it has special effects it has act, big names it has acting in it probably yeah. 50 hundred million there's camera work here for yeah, sure yeah, yeah 50 hundred million
1: yeah I would say that. yeah I would say that's good yeah yeah, that's a good estimate I mean this is a Star Wars production don't forget that even if it's on TV this is gonna <laughs> it's gonna be a big quiet with that it's gonna be a big deal right
0: yeah yeah well, this just makes me want. Like, I'm so interested interested to see what the next install installment is going to bring.
1: Oh, the next installment?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, is that going to come out or? I, it's I been think like, it already has. It's been like 40 years. And the and the third one came out. No. Uh. Oh, there's the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is like the third one. Yeah. yeah? Don't worry, buddy.
0: Okay. Okay. Good. They have to rescue the Ewoks, all seven of them, from the 14 um, goons that are on this planet. Okay? It's, It's a clash of... Look, a story is this. A hero wants something, a villain wants to stop them from obtaining it. That's what this movie is. It's, it's pure... It's the hero's journey. It's so classic. You know, you're, you're a big script guy. I think when you asked earlier before I started this long tangent why you should watch this movie, it's a, it has such a good script. Yes. The, the pie scene. The scene where Sindel kind of cries and she goes, I'm just really sad. There's like multi-layered
1: satiric dialogue. Like when they get to an edge of a cliff, and it shows a shot of them looking down off the cliff um, that drops about 400 million feet. And then Sindel says, oh no, we can't go down that way. It's, it's deconstructing the idea of a simple made-for-TV kids film that has no value to anybody um, with a high school reading level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's... It, Yes, it's there's depth. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of the movie, <laughs> where Sindel and the gang, believe it or not, are victorious, which was nice. They capture or they rescue the Ewoks. They put the well. What did you call her, LaFay? Yeah, Morgan. Put her behind bars, and then they absolutely obliterate Tarak. And you, if it wasn't enough, they throw in another gut punch. Um, Noah's friend Salad is dead. He's just a spirit Halloween skeleton in a reused prison set. Did you think of the logistics of that? Like they were just letting this
1: guy's like body rot in there? Be kind of smelly. Well, he
0: was our one and only prisoner, so...
1: Well, but they have a lot of cells. Seems like <laughs> if they live on Endor, they'd be taking Ewok's prisoner, like, pretty often.
0: Well, we don't know. Maybe they ate him. They ate him? ate him clean. Off the bone. Maybe they eat human. I don't know. It, it just...
1: That was when, you know, that's a small slide on the film. I was kind of de-immersed there, because the film was so gritty and realistic... And then I saw this, and and I thought this just doesn't match the M.O. of whatever these antagonists are called in Star Trek masks. Um, yeah, that w- that was just that's just a small thing. I just want to comment. Yeah, that kind of bothered me. Didn't bother me. I thought it was dark well, to and each gritty. their own. It yeah. bothered me. Though, well, so well, then it's a point against the film.
0: Well, then Sindel has like a very sad scene where she says like I'm sorry about your friend," and again, just seeing Sindel sort of sad made me sad great performance here. i'm kind of an empath in that way
1: yeah yeah what uh what am i feeling right now well,
0: you're content for this movie that's correct yep that's correct we're watching the pie scene right now and this teak is so funny he's so
1: he's so funny he just what does he does he say anything he just goes me just a star wars alien what's the difference between teak and salacious crumb nothing essentially nothing oh you saw salacious crumb do a mega super dash that's just that's just a thingy he has the mega super dash salacious crumb has, has nothing he lives in java's palace is this thing it doesn't matter okay
0: they escape and um Sindel and noah blast off into the sunset together and she says one last goodbye to Wicket, which is really sad, but we know that she'll be back for a third movie, possibly Return to Endor, um,
1: Revenge of the Ewoks.
0: Revenge of the Ewoks, where you know the remaining Stormtroopers that were positioned on that planet are hunted and eaten alive. That that would be grittier than this. We need that. Yes, Disney get on it. Cannibal Ewoks? Not cannibal, but killer Ewoks.
1: Man-eating Ewoks? Yeah. Did you think about how in the climax of the film, um, they just swapped out the climax of the third Star Wars film, but with cheap alien guys instead of stormtroopers? You're talking
0: about the first third of Star Wars film?
1: Yes, I'm talking about the first third.
0: Um... No, this was different. Um. Okay. So how? No ATSTs. Oh. No. I mean, there are no stormtroopers. Well,
1: of course, if you know, there's ATSTs, that changes the whole thing, right? Then it's a whole different ball game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No ATSTs at all. Um. They're in a castle in the fir- in the first third Star Wars movie. They're in a uh, base where Han Solo kind of looks back and does a smug face when he's not trying to act in the movie at all. Remember that? Yeah. It was One of those. <laughs> also, you know, in this, they're battling people. In that one, they were battling a detonator that they planted inside of the, the building to blow it up. Remember that? Right,
1: sure. yeah. Yeah, you know what? Uh, given all those points, I agree. It's totally different scenarios. Uh, my apologies. I just want to apologize.
0: They get back... Oh, I didn't even mention the force... Uh, the, not the force, the so power. I mean, they get back the power and it powers on their ship. And then they can leave. And then they leave. And then they leave. I, so I guess a power was just um, jet fuel all along. It's like a nuclear
1: core reactor type thing. The power. I don't know. I feel like... Being able to turn into a crow, like i think you're like you're already a little bit above like just jet fuel
0: yeah
1: that was weird that was a weird thing to have the magic come but it really just plays it's it's thematic content because it's talking about how in the star world star wars world even it it's all everything is subservient to technology you're right. and power yes okay even the great mystical forces that bind the universe
0: if you can go to Toshi Station and pick up power converters, I feel like you could buy the, f- the, the power at a gas station in Star Wars, you know?
1: Yeah, well, and there's just no, there's no co-op in, on Endor, so.
0: Maybe, uh, maybe the aliens crash landed and they're just trying to get back home and that's why they want the power so bad. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's a good theory.
0: But hey, that's just a theory. Uh, a Star Wars, sorry, uh, a Star Wars vintage Ewoks: The Battle for Endor. Two <laughs> cool, cool, vintage? I just think so long, man.
1: I don't know. I
0: thought it was a good length. I'm not gonna
1: lie. I put it on. Uh, I turned up the speed a little. I was watching the movie and not a lot was happening. Things weren't happening at the rate that I was satisfied with, so I sped things up. I intervened. have
0: been watching too many YouTube shorts, TikToks? Yeah, my attention span's gone. I have to say, also, if you want a good experience, put on the Norsk subtitles while watching this. When Wicked says, Og har er It's me, where I live. Uh, this one is another great, it's another classic. Star Wars never misses. Every Star Wars movie is good. Um, But I do rank them depending on how real and gritty and dark they are. This one's getting 10 bags from me. And if it was possible, an 11th one as well. Definitely check this one out. Um, It's not too late. I know people just think that you can only watch Star Wars on uh, Star Wars Day. But it's not true. You can watch it any day. In fact, a few fans and I have been petitioning for years now to make it Star Wars Month, an official... um, Paid vacation month from work, where you watch Star Wars for the entirety of the month. We had a big turnout last time we went to rally. I think there was twenty six of us. Um, it was it was a, an amazing experience. I can't wait to do it again. I'll see all my brothers at the ledge, um, August twenty seventh.
1: Five out of five at Tour de Force.
0: Yeah, yeah. Next week we're doing what is it? We're doing them. Um Okay <laughs>